Hello, and welcome to Smart Woman Read Romance, a book review podcast where we fangirl over all things romance. I'm Jessen. And I'm Juliet. And today we're going to be reviewing When August Ends, a standalone slow burn romance by Penelope Ward. But before we dive in, make sure you hit that subscribe button. You'll be notified whenever our new podcasts are coming out. And please rate and review us. It really helps other people find us. Juliet and I love getting feedback from our listeners, so follow us on our social media pages at SWReadROM. And if you're looking for some extras, join our Patreon for access to exclusive giveaways, a look behind the scenes of our episodes, and exclusive content including monthly videos featuring Q&As and some fun games. We're so thankful for our supporters on Patreon, and we love you guys. All right, let's jump into this podcast. So (laughs) this book is set in new hampshire i'm not even mm. going to try to pronounce the lake because i can't like wanna pass a la la yeah <laughs> wanna pass a call it coffee? just has a lot of vowels and i know i'm gonna flub it so yeah, we're, it's, it's an indian it's, name it's at the obviously lake. it's at the lake <laughs> and it just made me think about i really want to do a lake vacation because i'm mm. the weirdo so i read about um where where this was set at and i mm-hmm. had to go google it i was like where is it because i wanted a visual I was like, ooh, this looks beautiful. Mm-hmm. I was like, I just want to do a lake vacation. The only one that I've ever actually been on is um, we went to Kentucky in, in Kentucky Lake because one of my stepdad's uh, uncles owned a house yeah. down there. And it was really cool. I really liked it. There was this um, one section of the lake called the Rock Quarry in mm-hmm. Kentucky Lake. And it's like this huge, like sheer rock face. Oh, wow. And it's like graffitied. Like there's so much what? graffiti. And you can like – go all the way to the top. My mom and my stepdad went up there, which I'm not sure why my stepdad went because he's afraid of heights. <laughs> I was very confused doing? about that. My mom was the first one to jump off though. She was like, <laughs> so I was young. I was like eight ish. And, mm-hmm. um, there's like a lower point where kids can jump off of. And mm-hmm. it's actually the rock was Bart Simpson. I remember. And I was like, okay, we're going to jump on that. Well, I get up there and I'm kind of working up the courage to jump. <laughs> and my stepdad suddenly like, Jessen, jump right now and i'm like what He's like, hurry up jump so i jump in apparently there was like raccoons behind me what <laughs> oh no good thing you was there to protect weird... you what would you have done if you turned I don't around no freaked out and i would have gotten rabies apparently oh no it was just that was my only lake experience <laughs> oh yeah yeah we used to um we have um family reunions like every other year and we usually go to this um national park in mississippi it's actually it's called Poppy johnson it's like near gulf Port Mississippi. So it's mm-hmm. like in that area, but it's so beautiful. But the lake, you know, it's, it's, I don't know, it's really just fun. It's very different than the beach vacation, you know, right. Some I think canoeing it, and mm-hmm. just, it's fun. Like, I feel like it's just more, I don't know. It's just relaxed. like a different, yeah, relaxed. And it's yeah. such a weird, I feel like beaches like party. Yeah. Well, one of my favorite <laughs> things when we go is just getting up early in the morning and just seeing the mist on the water. And yeah. it's just like really beautiful. Yeah. You know? I think that that's gorgeous. I always wanted to go to Lake Tahoe. Um, my cousins went there um, for their anniversary and it's just like mm-hmm. crystally clear blue. Um, I wanted to go to like Montana and like Minnesota. I know that they have all yeah. kind of lakes up there. I just, there's so many places I want a vacation, guys. I wish now I had I a limited go, money. Like, reread Truth or Beard because they have the whole lake scene. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, so that, that is a beautiful scene. <laughs> but because there's, you know, bare buns in the lake. So that's <laughs> Dwayne Winston. But like, yeah, we really just do beach vacations down here. Yeah. I feel like our yeah, section. we are the summer too. <laughs> our section of like Louisiana though. Um, 
<laughs> which required. is like vacation. Yeah, it's like required. And like everybody goes there on 4th of July. Yeah. I swear, if you go with only your family, you'll meet everybody, everybody there that you know. from South Louisiana. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like yeah. everybody goes to Destin. Yeah. Well, it's, and it's funny when you're on the beach and see all the LSU and ULL mm-hmm, flags mm-hmm. flying high. It's so funny. It gets nuts. It gets nuts. <laughs> I'm pretty Just sure. Just because we don't have beaches, people, y'all. We have wetlands. So yeah. this is not the place you want to be in the summer. So no. that's why we all like vape, you know, literally vacate like the premises. Yeah, I'd be like, nobody's here. <laughs> Go to the beach. Because it's, and it's also a short drive for us. It's like right, five it's six hours. hours yeah. Six hours. Yeah. Exactly. All so, right. Let's stuff. get into this book. Because I want to talk about a couple of things in this book. But first of all, Juliet's going to start us off and tell us a little bit about, just a little bit about this book. When August Ends is a dual POV slow burn summer romance when Penelope Ward combines a sweet summer crush with a deeper look at the difficulties of caring for a loved one with depression. Our hero and heroine navigate their growing feelings as the summer goes on, but someone is keeping a secret, a secret that could change everything. Dun, dun, dun. Drama. <laughs> Love it. Not too much. Not too heavy on the yeah. drama. I think it's a perfect mix. <laughs> yeah. But, um, so I discovered Pen- Penelope Ward. I actually, I was thinking about it and I thought that I discovered her through her dual authorship with Vi Keelan. They have mm-hmm. a couple dual authored books, but it really was the stepbrother dearest book that I first read from her. Really? Yes. And, um, it was such an interesting read. And I think that she, she, I've noticed from reading Penelope Ward, she does like to play around with like more unconventional romances, but not venturing into like really taboo territory. Yeah. Because, yeah. like for the stepbrother romance, it was like they were already 16 or 17, never knew each other, and they only lived yeah. together for like a year. Yeah. So, so it wasn't like live each other crazy. like brother and sister. Right. Exactly. <laughs> didn't grow up with them. And then she does have one. Um, more recently called Love Online. And I really don't want to give away because I can't remember what's in the blur, but that one has an unconventional plot, which I was kind of <laughs> like, what? Interesting. So that one's, that one's fun. I just think that she, she goes the unconventional route, but yeah. I did, this one's not too cray cray. It's an age gap, which of course we love. <laughs> so uh, Justin's we, obsessed. I'm, I'm like, just so you know. Which age gap can we fit on the podcast? <laughs> Seriously, y'all. She's like, <laughs> but I it's think, an age gap trope. <laughs> I, think, I think the reason why I've featured a couple on the podcast is because I see a lot of people saying like age gaps squeak me out because um, especially if the heroine's younger, heroines, they, younger women just don't know right. what they want. They're not right. mature enough to make decisions. And so I guess whenever I find one where I feel like they portray the heroine in like the correct way in which mm-hmm. it's acceptable to mm-hmm. have such a big age gap. I like to feature it because I'm like, well, here are examples why people would like. Right. An and age and gap. some women who, you know, have old souls and have to grow up mm-hmm. fast because of their circumstances, you know, and which is so, exactly what the case is mm-hmm. with and this, this heroine. She's had its circumstances have brought her. It's just like she grew up in such a way that she's wise beyond her years. Right. And so it's just, it's just, and okay. there are lots of women out there like that who mm-hmm. end up going for older men because they're just, they're more mature and ready for them. You right. Know? So I guess so. it's just me being it's like, it's really just hey, his obsession. Try but, this one. But <laughs> I I'm, swear it's good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to humor her and say, okay, yeah. let's do another age yet. <laughs> so, um, whenever I was rereading this book for the podcast, because I already read it before, mm-hmm. Juliet, this was her first time. Um, I just, I really like this book because I don't think it's like too dramaful. It Not does have all. like, it does have like a, a little plot twist yes. in it. And, but I felt like, like 
I would like to describe it as I felt like I was like lazing in an ocean and just letting the waves <laughs> carry me up and down. I was just like going with the flow. I was going to say this is the perfect summer read. Yeah, you know, just it just like, feels gentle. It you does. Know, it's like a gentle, sweet romance. I just felt relaxed while yes. I was reading it. Yes. I was just like, this is lovely. It's not you know? angsty. It's no. just it's and and it's got some fun and funny moments. Yeah. It's just really it's it is it's a perfect yeah, like, so summer I read. Just, yep, yep. And so this book is just kind of made up of a lot of little moments pieced together, which I mm-hmm. really like. I feel like you really get a good sense of passage of time. Yeah. It's not like they're thrown together. Right. Um, and I really felt like they knew each other, you yeah, know, by the absolutely. time. Because this is a slow burn, so they don't get together anywhere near the beginning, mm-hmm. um, even though feelings are there. Yeah. But um, I just feel like by the time they do get together, I felt like they spent a lot of time with each other mm-hmm. and it made sense, you know? I agree. So I okay. agree. So Juliet's going to tell us a little bit about our main characters Our heroine, Heather, assumed a lot of responsibility when the death of her sister sent her mother deep into depression. Not only is she the only one with a job, but she handles the boathouse rental property on the lake near her house. When a man, Noah, rents it for the entire summer, Heather can't help but wonder if he's running away from something. Ooh. The super hot Noah, I should say. (laughs) Let me add that. He's gorgeous. Mm -hmm. I just had this very lovely mental picture. Very rugged, manly man. Yes. Yes. Oh, yum. Okay. So we're going to venture into spoiler territory because I want to start breaking down this book. (laughs) If you've not read this book already, please go pick it up and then come back and come chat with us. This is your last spoiler warning. All right, guys, it is showdown time. Showdown. And it's Juliet's turn to go first. So let's okay. see if she can show me up. Okay, we'll see. Well, mine is okay. So just brief setup. Um, Heather, uh, has thrown herself quite a bit at, um, <laughs> A couple of times has made it yeah. more than apparent that she's very she's interested in Noah. The aggressor in yeah, and he's just like, I'm too old for you. We're just going to be friends. La, 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 la. Okay. I love whatever you say. La, 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 <laughs> That's my yada, yada, et cetera, <laughs> dot com. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I do that. Anyway, so um, she's going on a date. So she's like, well, if he's not going out with me, she got asked on a date by a nice guy from high school. She's like, I might as well go, right? Well, she wants to go and show him her dress and how she looks. So before her date, she goes Classic, down. this is what you're missing yeah. out on. <laughs> it's so good. So she goes down to see him and he almost loses his mind. He's definitely like, she's in a pretty thread. little dress, mm-hmm. this hot fire, hot red lipstick on. And he's like, that you know, he's basically you got to take that lipstick off. Like yeah. he just can't even. So then he goes and like wipes it off. <laughs> that was pretty so sexy. Funny. I have to so say, I was like, sexy. ooh, yeah, I know. I was like, ooh, Noah. Hmm. And then she says that she wants to, um, because she had been saying, you know, I, I want to. Like they talked about alcohol and she's not yet 21 or whatever. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, no, you're not old enough. I, you know, I know you drink, but I don't want to give it to you, you mm-hmm. know? Well, she's like, you know, well, I'd like to try your whiskey. And he's like, I've told you. She's like, no, like from your mouth. Yeah. Cause he had just, <laughs> cause he's been it. drinking his, so they have like this wicked hot. It's just one of, it's that moment I always love when the guy can't take it anymore and he loses it. This is the first time that they really did anything, period. Yes. It's the first time they actually, 
the feelings are on the table and he can no longer deny he yeah, has feelings most, for her because he's been pretending right. pretty much the whole he's time. He's been holding back and it's yes. mostly been like, oh, it's one-sided. He doesn't see me that exactly. way. Exactly. But now his jealous side is showing. Yeah. And, and it she just, knows it. It was And so awesome. she's pushing it. She's pushing and he, it. And it she just, gets a wonderful kiss out of it. So She does. And he, she wins. He's just like, you know, it's just fun to see the guy finally break down. Yeah. And I, I like that scene. Feelings. That was pretty awesome. So, I do like it. I went it. for the hot, smexy scene this I time. How about it. you? Okay, I went for a funny scene. <laughs> <laughs> Go figure. <laughs> I think I know which one you're going to do. Okay, so, well, it is honestly could be either or because it kind of happened twice. So um, <laughs> this is later. This is after they kind of admitted their feelings uh, for each other, but mm-hmm. Noah thinks that she has to go and experience the world. Mm-hmm. And this is like his last day there. And he decides to take her to like an amusement park because he doesn't want her to be sad. They don't want to spin it like as a sad day. So they go right. do something fun together mm-hmm. in an amusement park. And there is a fortune teller there. So they go in the tent and they do like a double reading where they're sitting side by side. Right. And um, the first thing the fortune teller asks is, so who's the ass tickler? <laughs> <laughs> I knew that's what this is going to be about. <laughs> And I about died because the first time this happened, the first time it actually happened. And so Noah is stunned because he's like, how the fuck did she know know this? Because Heather's a sleep talker. mm -hmm, Heather's a huge sleep talker. And one, the one time she ever fell asleep in the boathouse is after her 21st birthday. Mm -hmm. She was talking in her sleep. And not only did she say, fuck me, Noah, she she said, (laughs) I want to tickle your ass. And. I think that that is the most funny line I've ever read because I was like, it was so what? out of left field. It was. And I was just like, what the fuck? You want to tickle like, his why ass? Why would you want to tickle his <laughs> With what? A feather? Your I finger? Can't. What are we doing? I can't. I just got to coochie I'm the ass tickler. <laughs> so anyway, I just like that scene, not only because it's funny, oh. but also because... The fortune teller does turn to Noah and was like, mm-hmm. so you're in love with her, right? And yes. like, she's like, don't answer that. Don't feel like you have to answer that. But yeah. in his head, and she's kind of feeling like, oh, well, he's like not fighting to say anything. Right. So I feel kind of embarrassed because, you know, he felt on the spot and he doesn't love me. But really in his head, he's like, I did love her. I do love her, yeah. but I don't want to say it because I feel like if I admit that I love her, she's really it, not going to yeah. want to go to Vermont. Right. So I feel like it was just a good scene overall because it was funny yet mm-hmm. we get true noah's like this is end game but i if you love someone you gotta have to let them go first right it's so definitely if it. you love them set them free yes. and i think in these age gap tropes we see these men do mm-hmm. that a lot i mean yeah. just like in torn mm-hmm. you know we saw exactly. the same thing and i think that's important you me know? too and i think it's unselfish of them yes very. you know because they could easily End it and be like, okay, I want you. I yeah, I want you, you. now. I love. Mm-hmm. I knew you were going to do the so, ass tickler scene. So it, it was okay. fun. But anyway, just yeah. to throw in a little personal detail, I do have a tattoo <laughs> that says um, "Love is sacrifice," mm-hmm. and I felt like that's kind of what the whole deal was yeah. going on. Like he loved her so much, but he was like sacrificing his own happiness mm-hmm. because there was one scene where he was like, "I know that I I would be happy with her forever. Like she's my forever, but I need her to go and experience stuff because of all the drama and with her sure. mom." Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Like I don't want to deprive her she's always wanted to go that now's her chance she's been I trapped be here selfish. right right so mm-hmm. i just i really love noah a lot i do too <laughs> so. i do too he's <laughs> we're gonna have such a hard time when we do our minisode on 2019 oh reads. yeah mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. it's gonna be seriously gonna be bad difficult i'm gonna have to deliberate for weeks and weeks and weeks <sighs> i yeah 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 okay it's gonna be fun <laughs> 
You better get that list started in the Google Docs. <laughs> For real. Jeez. All right, guys. We're going to start with the breakdown. So we meet Heather, and Heather has taken responsibility for her mother and the house that they live in. Her mother suffers from clinical depression, which worsened with whenever her sister Opal committed suicide five Mm -hmm. years ago. So they have a boathouse on the property near the lake, and they use that boathouse to rent out. And it's kind of income, right? It's and it's necessary income. for Heather Definitely. because Heather is the only one that's currently working. Her mom doesn't work at all, and Heather has yeah. a waitressing job that she does at night. Right. So during the day, she takes care of all the house stuff, all the chores, everything. Her plus mom. <laughs> she does exactly. Plus, she does the boathouse. She has to clean, and she has to handle rentals, everything, mm-hmm. background checks. It's all on Heather. She has a lot of responsibility for being a 20-year-old. Yeah. So the boathouse was booked for three months straight, which never happens, by a man named Noah. And I really do like that they emphasize that she did a background check, too, because mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. we need Double to be check. safe. Why we need is to be he, safe. Is he running from something? Yeah. Like, what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, it's all—it's not a red flag, but it's just kind of like, man, that's never happened. Who wants to stay here yeah. for three months straight? And who has the time to take off work for three months? I and know. Just, and then when I saw, like, his name was Noah Cavallari, and uh, he was from, I don't know, somewhere north or whatever. Philadelphia. Yeah, Philadelphia. I'm like, ooh, is he mafia? Like, I'm so used to romantic <laughs> suspense and stuff. I'm like, maybe he's running from the mafia. Maybe the mob's after it. But I'm, nothing, glad, I'm glad I was wrong. That. Speaking of which, because we we do know what he's running from, and I think we'll keep it a secret in this podcast just a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. But um, did you expect the plot twist? Like, were no, you surprised? I, I was, was like, shocked. Whoa. I was like, shocked. I wasn't, Shock wasn't going to guess that at all. Never. Like, Never. They emphasize it. I think that what Penelope Ward does, she doesn't throw it in your face that something's mm-hmm. a little amiss with Noah being there for three There's months. A she kind of just, it's she kind of like, hints. just like, boom, let's throw yeah. it out there and then let's move on with another uh, yeah. scene. And let's so it's going. in the back of your mind, but it's not like, oh, we know yeah, something. It wasn't wrong. like every chapter he's mm-hmm. like, if she only knew, you know, yeah, like. Exactly. <laughs> so I just appreciated that. Yeah, I did that too. it was like, it was really cool. Yeah. I thought. Good writing. So Heather has been watching out um, at the boathouse to see whenever his truck leaves because she does clean. And mm-hmm. whenever she's like, oh, coast is clear, his truck isn't here anymore. And so she takes her uh, St. Bernard Teddy with her to go clean. But um, Noah's in the shower, guys. And he comes <laughs> he out, out with his beautiful manly body dripping with water. Oh, my God. And she she's just stunned. Staring, she just stands there which, and stares. Come on, come on. I would definitely not hide my eyes either. I'd be like. But wouldn't you like freak out for a moment and then just you're like, first of all, mm-hmm. somebody caught you like, mm-hmm. like almost like you're sneaking in their yes, place. And yes. then he's like this drop dead gorgeous guy. Yeah. She's like, holy sitting shit. Sitting there half naked, all wet, please. Yeah. Beautiful. <laughs> but he's kind of a dick because he's like, he what the him. hell is going on here? Like, <laughs> so she's so stunned by that, that she just like, that she, you know, kind of dropped in on his privacy that she just kind of leaves her cleaning bucket supplies and runs out like, of there with the dog. them and she's runs. Like, <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. It just runs. So yeah. Anyway, she's just like, oh my god, this is this is so weird. But he's so hot. Oh my god, drop dead gorgeous. So then their next run in, which I love. This was almost my backup scene, honestly. Their next oh, run in is yeah. whenever Heather, which I love this about Heather. She has a lot of responsibility. And one of the ways that she lets go is she goes in the lake and she does her quote unquote water aerobics, which is just <laughs> dancing like a crazy person in the water in the water while she listens to um 90s songs and. And so she was listening to crisscross jump while <laughs> dancing and he, Noah runs in fully clothed to the yeah, lake like to rescue jeans. her because he thinks she's drowning. That's what she looked like. 
It's That's just so perfect. Funny. It was. That it's was just a good perfect. scene. And he's like, you're not drowning. And she's like, no, no I'm exercising. exercising. He's like, what? <laughs> so anyway, this you? is her in to talk to him. This is mm-hmm. her in. And she's like, look, I just wanted to apologize. I thought you weren't here. Your truck wasn't here. Yeah, and I I'm, just cleaned. Yeah, she apologized. And then so. we get into, immediately we start getting into, you know, background. Because he's mm-hmm. like, well, why are you cleaning? Yeah. And she just like, she goes in. She's like, well, I have to take care of this. My mom, you know, she suffers from depression. She really doesn't get out much. So it's right. my so responsibility. I'm taking, I'm, it's my job. Mm-hmm. You know? And he's like, how old are you? And she's like 20. And so he's already getting a sense of who she is. They're already right. getting to know each other. And Heather is super attracted to him. She actually wants to prolong this conversation she's like she feels a little awkward she is Mm -hmm. in her bathing suit and he's you know fully clothed they're out on the deck of the boathouse this is one thing that like is kind of like a recurring theme that he doesn't let her in the boathouse they never go in there they always stay out on the deck because it's not it's not as you know intimate and private so noah does apologize which i'm glad he did Mm -hmm. for snapping at her and um Heather discovers that he's a photographer because yeah. she's like, well, what do you do, dude? Like, why are you here for right. so long? Why, how can you have a, you know, mm-hmm. three months off? Exactly. Which makes sense. Photographer. Right. If he, if make if your own runs hours. his own business. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So good. Check yeah. off the box of yeah. why he can be there for so long. Exactly. Okay. It's not, he's not in the mafia. Yeah. He's running. <laughs> he's, <laughs> the answers are wrong. He's like, <laughs> the mafia. He's in the mattresses. <laughs> okay. Okay. Anyway. Um, yeah. So, uh, and uh, that was something I forgot to mention for my showdown. Dang it. Was that that's when he takes photographs of her in that dress mm-hmm. too. And where he, when he sees her through the lens, it's like where we see he's totally falling in love with yeah. her. You know, I forgot to mention that. Anyway, add that back to my showdown so you can go ahead and vote for me. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. All right. So, <laughs> so Heather tells him that she's in charge of the upkeep. Like we said, she also mentions that they would eventually like to sell the property. Um, but she has to fix up a few things and she just yeah. doesn't have the time to do all that, no. you know, or the knowledge to do all of it. Mm-hmm. You know, there's yeah, a lot not, of maintenance. Handy she, man she's good at a lot of things, but she's right. not handy. So. Right. So, um, Noah, Noah offers to help her because things are too quiet. And he's like, you know, I don't like being idle. Mm-hmm. I really, I'm, I'm good with my hands, which I love. She's like, I bet you're good with yeah. your hands. Like in her also, mind, she's I was like, also, when he said that, I'm like, oh, don't say that. Please don't yeah, say that. I was like, you're just, you're just yeah. eating her fire, her exactly. crush fire. Yeah, because she's got a crush immediately. I mean, oh. she cannot not mm-hmm. have a crush on this guy. Right. And um, so he's just like, seriously, I don't mind helping. Just, you know, yeah. let me know. Give me a list and I'll see what I can do, you know. So uh, Heather asks if he wants a date in exchange for fixing up the property. Yeah, she's half joking, but half yeah, not. Half not. Kind of like, hey, you want a date? And, you know, because I mean, she's flirting. She's getting her flirt yeah. on, mm-hmm. you know. But he is highly offended, saying he's old enough to be her father. She's like, <laughs> Are you You're not that old. old. <laughs> Which he's not. He's he really, really like, isn't. But maybe he's an older brother. Play it yeah. up because she's being extremely obvious about yes. her attraction. Yes. She's, she's a, in, in a little bit bold. You oh, know? she's definitely a bold one. I really mm-hmm. appreciate that about her because she's I not mean, a little always, shy wallflower. You always know where you're at with her. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. She just is not a very good liar or she doesn't like to hide her feelings. No. Which, and she's just, whatever she's thinking, she's pretty much going to tell you. Right. You and know? I wouldn't say that her flirting is like overbearing. I wouldn't no, say that. No. I would just all. say that it's just pretty obvious you know yeah. the twinkle in the eye well the, and i think also there let's is prolong this conversation yeah and she recognizes their sexual tension between mm-hmm. them immediately yeah, it's definitely. not like you know yeah. she doesn't see him checking her out a little bit either mm-hmm. you know when she's in that it's bikini he, she knows his reciprocal, eyes are wandering but he is adamant saying there's nothing going yeah. on yeah. you know yeah. so so he's just a guy checking out her boobs okay mm-hmm. whatever <laughs> we know you're lying noah liar liar <laughs> 
So, um, so Noah's first job is she, he paints the boathouse for her and, um, Heather's mom notices her checking him out and warns her against men who would take advantage of her. Okay. So this is where we kind of learn that Heather's father left when she was young and remarried and he has a family who he dotes on. Oh yeah. Excessively. It's like the perfect husband and father for them. For them. And but, he comes and visits her like once or twice a year or something. Yeah. You and know? it's basically to be down on her the yes. whole time. Like all these is criticized. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Of everything it's like they dread wrong. it. She mm-hmm. and her mom both dread his visits. It's almost yeah. like I wish at some point somebody would say, "Stop coming." Yeah, <laughs> you know? exactly. Why do you let? Why him do back? you keep coming back? We find out later that Opal took the abandonment of their father really hard, which kind of um, spiraled her mental instability. Yeah, she already know? had a history. She of had already had a history of it, and it probably comes from their mom, who also has anxiety mm-hmm. and depression. Yeah, and you know, so it was inherited. But when their father left, it's like she leaves home, even though they try you know, to keep her. She leaves and just basically floats around it's the world. It's almost like run, running away because she yes. didn't even let them know where she was at. She right. like refused they to had tell. had no idea. Um, she refused to tell Heather and their mom where she yeah. was. Until they get the call that she's killed herself. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. Very hard on, hard on Heather. Yeah. So one day Heather is like in the kitchen in the house and she looks out to the boathouse and she sees her neighbor, Kira, the Kira. bitch. <laughs> The little hussy. She's not a yeah, bitch. No, she's she not was a bitch. just she no, was just going not. out uh, after an extremely hot man. Candy. Yeah. He was yeah. shirtless. I really can't blame Kara at all. No, what am he I was shirtless, paint, painting the boathouse. I would also. Although be like, Heather did mention that Kara's always got a new man at the and house. She, she gets around. There is one yeah. note that I do want to bring up about Kira, but after. Okay, so um, she sees Kira approaching him while he is painting, and immediately Heather's like super possessive, like, uh, no. She's like, wait, I saw him first. (laughs) No, I don't think so. I'm going to bring him out some water, which I probably should have done a long time ago, but I'm doing it now. Exactly. She's like, I'm going to bring this water now. (laughs) And I like how also she says, you know, she she wants to warn him away because Kira is like a bed hopper. hopper. Mm -hmm. Just like, she's like, I'm looking out for you. But also, I'm I'm just just watching out for you. You know, she even says in her head, you know, casual sex is fine, but yeah, you know, she but, shouldn't be around Noah. <laughs> no, I did not like this about Kira that she invited Noah to dinner with her kids. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you don't even know who this person yeah. is. And I, why would you do that? You're going to invite a strange man into do your house. Do you invite house? every person that you sleep with to meet your children? I thought yeah. I was a little bit pissed off about Kira. Yeah. That would be that. very, that would lead to instability in our own children. Yeah. You know, so. so I was just bad about that. I'm we not. only see Kira like one more time, but yeah. anyway, she's just, she's a drifter. She's of no consequence, <laughs> but still, but it did immediately show Noah that somebody's got a little bit of a, a jealous streak of yeah, where Kira's concerned. I do love this part too, because Heather is like, um, I think Kira said, don't you have to go to work? And she's like, nope, nope. I don't have to nope, go to work right I'm now. Not, I've got an hour left where yeah. I have to leave. She's but, like already late. Yeah. <laughs> She's definitely already late. And then whenever Kira leaves and Noah asks her a question, she's like, I can't, I'm late. And he's like, I thought you said that. (laughs) I lied. She just didn't want to leave him alone with Kira. It's so funny. Yeah, we see. I like the next instance with Kira is one of my favorites. Yeah, it's almost my showdown scene, too. So, um, but she does like, she likes talking to Noah, even though he's made it very clear that he's not interested in her like that. Mm hmm. And invites him to dinner with her mother. It's like, oh, you know, it's my mom's idea. Yeah, she wants um, to meet you. She wants to meet you. You know, you're living in the boathouse. So if, if you would like to come and have dinner at our house. Yeah. So, so I thought Noah that was says funny. yes, which yeah. she's surprised about. But he says yes. So yeah. boom, check. So Noah, the night of the dinner, decides to pick up garlic bread in lieu of wine since Heather is only 20. And he's they're mm-hmm. being very responsible. No underage drinking, which is not the case down here. Yeah. But, <laughs> That's what's like, uh, 18. Like, whoop, whoop. Like 20. A couple months. <laughs> 
months away from 21, you still can't drink. But anyway, <laughs> I have to say he's a man after my own heart because yep. bringing garlic bread is the next best thing after wine. What? So Seriously? I was like, yes, give me all the garlic I'm, bread. I'm, I'm all about the bread. I'm a little bit garlic obsessed too. So I'm just like, <laughs> I was just. And uh, bread obsessed. <laughs> I was just, you know, Noah. Yeah. You know, the weight of my heart. So. Yeah. <laughs> He regrets agreeing to dinner because he knows Heather is attracted to him, attracted to him and doesn't make it a secret. And he's like, well, why mm-hmm. did I say yes? It's because you can't stay away, yeah. Noah. That's why. So Noah discovers that Heather plans to go to college to study nursing, but had to change her plans because of her mother, because mm-hmm. they talk about the ex-boyfriend. There's a little right. scene about that. Yeah, and so he's kind him. of like offended not offended, but just like, man, this girl has given up so much. She's had to sacrifice she could have a lot. Easily, she could have easily left. Yeah, she could have she, left her mom and gotten some, mm-hmm. you know, a nursing home or somebody to take care of her or something. Yeah, or you just know, completely just been like, or you're just fine, you're an adult and yeah, take care of yourself. Exactly. But that's not Heather's personality. Right. So Heather's very interested in his travels as a photographer. She did look at his website and saw his work. And she particularly was interested in his pictures from Cuba, which was his most profound trip. Like mm-hmm. this is, this trip affected him a lot. He met yeah, this little boy that. that he just like had an intense connection with and he's, pretty much floored that out of all the pictures she mm-hmm. picks those mm-hmm. and they were all black and white like and he was just like man so and these little orphan children connections. yeah, yeah. And, and i think he also to me what i recognize in heather is like heather's got a deep soul she you does. know i mean she doesn't gravitate toward the models and no. stuff she's you know very shoots. insightful it's, she's very she's insightful. looking at the tender beautiful she says moments. a lot of things that are just very deep she definitely thinks a lot about what she says Mm -hmm. and i really like that about heather so noah's thinking inside of his head that heather listened as i told her more stories from my travel she was more interested in the people i'd met along the way than the places i'd visited which i found to be telling about the kind of person she was so he's already he's already being like man there's more to this 20 year old Mm -hmm. than first meets the eye and maybe she's a little bit more mature than I right. pegged her to be mm-hmm. because I think that which happens a lot in age gap romances it's like oh well 18 to 20 21 mm-hmm. up to 25 really don't know what you want you need to experience right. life she's experienced quite a bit of life without leaving mm-hmm. but she's definitely experienced a lot exactly so I think this is like first hints that Noah is dealing with something that he just doesn't quite know what to do with yet, but he will later. Yeah. So after her, after a while, her mom decides to come down and make it awkward. <laughs> Thanks, mom. Noah gets a little bit angry on her behalf and thinks about how talking to Heather was something he really enjoyed and that it mm-hmm. wasn't part of the plan to actually like visiting with Heather because he's like thinking this as he's going back to the boathouse mm-hmm. to escape the mom awk- awkwardness where yeah. she's like, what are you? Your intentions what are your intentions my daughter god like, mom you have ulterior motives god Just, uh, and she was embarrassed for them yeah so she does come chat with Noah at the boathouse and they always remain outside because Noah's like, I have to have some boundaries. It's just, right. we can't go inside. Yeah, the There's only a bed. Too, There's only y'all. a bed it's in a there. a bed and like a little bitty table kitchenette, and the kitchenette. Yeah. Yeah. And that's it. And so he's like, no, we're staying out here. <laughs> so Heather does open up about her sister running away and not keeping in touch and also says that she um, committed suicide and mm-hmm. how that suicide affected them. Like this was the main reason why yeah. she couldn't go anywhere because whenever – opal committed suicide her mom's depression got even worse yeah so it's just layer by layer we're just getting to know right what, and no one's just absorbing yeah. all of this mm-hmm. you know and he's just like man this girl's been through a lot yeah so heather decides to go for it and straight up admits her attraction to noah 
So this is where I think Justin and I talked about how we both love an honest girl. Yeah. You know, I mean, she's like, willing sometimes to just you gotta totally, take a chance. Yeah. And it's so bold. Like I honestly at 20, I don't know if I could have done that, yeah. you know, with to a guy that I wasn't sure what he thought or felt about me. You know what I mean? Oh my God. Can I tell like kind of an embarrassing story? Yes. Please tell an embarrassing story. So I hear there it. was this guy, which in hindsight, very, no, no, Justin, no. <laughs> but anyway. Um, but at the time. But at the time, I really liked this guy. We kind of had a bit of a history mm-hmm. and um, we were all out downtown mm-hmm. at a bar and we were about to leave and i remember texting my friend danny i was like i think i'm gonna kiss him like me initiated <laughs> and like we're in the middle of a bar and i was like yeah. i think i'm gonna do it and she's like go for it and like go she's always it. like my she yes. eggs me on even though we <laughs> that's know why you texted her i know exactly that well she's standing right next to me oh okay <laughs> like anyway she's like go for it i fucking did it i yeah. like went in for the kiss and i went out i like stormed out you of the told bar. me this i remember this. i have to say it was an empowering feeling to like take control and like yes. kind of be the aggressor in the situation instead of waiting waiting and guess waiting. what he chased me so it worked out for a little while yeah. <laughs> for a little while but anyway even though it's a bad you know, choice but there, still. i mean i i, I did I it awesome. i went for it i don't regret it i do regret liking him for so long but <laughs> I remember that. you telling me that story. That it was, was an awesome fun, story. I have yeah. to say. That's right. Take, have fun memories take control, of that. girls. Yeah. If you, you like someone, I'm not saying right. go kiss the person that you like. I'm just saying sometimes Don't you go gotta, make out in bars, but yeah. be bold. Sometimes you have to not play hard to get and That's just true. be truthful. Yeah. So Heather tries, yeah. right? Yeah, Heather does try. <laughs> Heather does no try. Like, no. Um, but he ag- insists that nothing can happen between them. He keeps going back to this. Um but at the same time, he doesn't want her to leave when she tries to make a graceful exit. Like she's like, "Well, I'm going to go." He's like, "Well, no, you don't have to leave." You know? Yeah. And she's like, and, "No, I really think I do." Yeah, I really think I do. That was embarrassing. <laughs> <Awkward>. Okay. <laughs> um. So, but then Noah ruminates on the effect his rejection had on Heather, and obviously, it's paining him. Yeah, you know? he's like, "I didn't mean it to be personal. Like, obviously, she's beautiful. There's no reason why I wouldn't yeah. be attracted to her, but yeah. it just can't happen because of." And we get this little stuff. hint that he he's debating on telling her why he really came to the lake. So, but there's a reason. No, he's still not telling us. The yeah, reader. there's a reason. It yeah. seems a little complicated, yeah. but we're so just there's one move other on. thing holding him back from mm-hmm. besides the age, right? You know, things. Exactly. I think he's past the age thing at this. point. I think point. the age is an excuse at this it point is. to, to yeah. still hold him back. Yes, and so his feelings, um, obviously, are becoming a serious complication because he's only growing more attracted to her, mm-hmm. not just you know her physically, but you know emotionally, her depth, her, her, depth, depth, her yeah. personality is so fun, you mm-hmm. know. Um, and he says, I felt like I had a mission and I was running out of time. I needed to help her get out of this place. So then we're like, what? Like, oh my God, what? What, is, what is your purpose, Noah? Like, so we don't know what's going on in the background, Mm-mm. but we, we do know now that his goal is to help her sell mm-hmm. this house because the money is going to go toward her going to sc- nursing school. Right. You know, um, and so he's like, I need to help her get her life back. Right. Okay. So mm-hmm. we know that that's part of his but goal. But it's like, why, Noah, why? Mm-hmm. What's your connection? We don't know. So, um, Heather has been seeing a psychologist for about a year, which, um, I think is really smart, both because of her family's history with mental illness and the pressure of being the caregiver to her parents. She has a lot yeah, on her Yeah, I think it shows another uh, layer of maturity yes. for her because she made that decision for herself that I need to talk to somebody, I need somebody about else to talk to. And y'all, she's, she's, she's pretty alone. You mm-hmm. know, I mean, she sees friends, but it's rare. I mean, most of yeah. her friends from high school have gone off to college. Right. You and, know, her, and she's living her on this only lake. Friend with her friend works with her at right. the pub. And so she really doesn't have like a wide circle of people to just bounce 
stuff off right. of an event right. about. Also, there's another thing where you figure out later on, there's a moment like whenever uh, Noah and Heather had like a disagreement later on in the novel and mm-hmm. she pulls it back in. Like she's getting angry and then all of a sudden she like flips a switch and she's like, no, 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 no. no. So no. she's very used to being calm, like almost like internalizing because she needs to put Mm -hmm. other people before her. Mm -hmm. And so she never really kind of lets loose, which is not a good thing. It's actually become an unhealthy response for her. But I have to say it's very much a product of how she's grown right up. and being exactly. the responsible person she can't let her emotions right. get let's away just with internalize her. all this pain mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> and then just swallow it and but, then keep moving on but and that's at kind least of she thing. is talking to somebody which exactly. i really like i, I like that too. little aspect and, and you know of course on top of all that the fact that her sister killed herself you know mm-hmm. i mean there's there's just a, there's lot, a lot of she's stuff had to deal that with. she needs to talk about right um and so she also writes in her journal. <laughs> yeah, she does. <laughs> Which I love that her journal She's has dirty. become, this is where she has, since she can't talk to Noah anymore about how she feels, she started to write down these detailed fantasies involving Noah. Oh, yeah. Some oh, hot and heavy fantasies. MG. So They're cool. Lovely. And, um, okay, this is what's so funny. Noah one day forgets his laundry in the dryer. The dryer, the laundromat is basically um, hooked. It's in hooked the basement. In the basement of their house. And there's another entrance that in you don't have to go through the entrance the, yeah. whoever rents the boathouse always uses that entrance and mm-hmm. so he left his laundry in there so she's like oh well i'll just fold it for him and Be then nice. while she's doing it she um was like hmm has a little idea <laughs> she slips her black lace panties off her body from underneath her skirt and stuffs them in his laundry oh yeah i was like girl you are so bold i was like i cannot she believe is bold. i was like if she's doing it she's really doing yes, it yes i couldn't believe that yeah um, i have to say she does say that folding laundry is relaxing and i'm just like what kind of alien are you <laughs> i hate I'm like, laundry heather heather Y'all, we today, need to talk oh, if this God. is what you look forward to in a day look wait till she has kids because trust me I, there's like literally kevin was talking about climbing mount everest i in other words the mountain of laundry on our couch i mean jesus anyway so she says to herself i wanted to push boundaries and have some fun again and i love that she's still mm-hmm. not lost like she's not depressed or anything she's no. you know even in this sort of like super adult role she's been forced to play you right, know exactly. in her own life and i also think that even though Noah's rejected her a couple times, she's still like, she's like I but don't I don't want to let it go. Yeah. I, I, just I wanna, think she's like, hmm, I've seen his eyes the wander a little bit. Yeah, I'm let's not test the waters. believing this. I mm-hmm. mean, there's a connection. She And it's also it. like, it. don't forget, I find you really attractive. Yeah. By the way, here are my black lace panties. You forgot. Oh my God. It's I really so like hot. you. It's so hot. It's okay, so anyway, so Heather decides to apply to the University of Vermont mm-hmm. and was accepted for the spring semester. So now things are getting real. She's really looking toward her future. Right. And Noah is super proud of her for taking the step for herself. He's very encouraging for Mm -hmm. her to get out and to try to get the house ready to sell. Right. But he's also a little sad because he knew that once his mission was done, um, he would miss her. He's already yeah, feeling that Yeah, because they're going to go loss. in their separate directions. Yeah, he's going to go back home. She's going to go to The summer is going to end. Whenever yes. August ends, it's yes. over. Yes. So it's sad. <gasps> it's sad, but happy. I know. <laughs> happy <And> sad. <laughs> I know. And then we have another funny little quirky moment where Heather decides to rescue a pair of guinea pigs. Mm-hmm. And no Randomly <laughs> from a closing pet store. <laughs> from a closing pet store. She's like, they were going to euthanize them. I couldn't let them kill the guinea pigs. Which so, I think it's very true yeah. to her character because she, she likes to she's help people. She's a caregiver. She she's, is a caregiver. The fact that she's going to nursing is like perfect, mm-hmm. perfect. And for she wants her. to do psychiatric yes, nursing. She does because of her sister. So exactly, I love that. Just yeah, I'm not yeah. surprised that she wants guinea pigs. But I know. Very questionable so, but what because I'm not a rodent is, person. 
<laughs> not at all. But Noah ends up having to put them in the boathouse, which yeah. I thought was going to be like annoying to him, but he mm-hmm. actually falls in love with these guinea pigs. Yes. Yeah. Same. And I think I was kind of just like, you know, projecting because I was like, I wouldn't want rodents around me, but yeah. that's just me. I know. And uh, what I thought was so funny is the reason is because Teddy, who their dog, their giant yeah, dog, he calls Bernard. fat head. I love that he calls him fat head. <laughs> it's like, it's the biggest head I've ever seen on a dog yes. in my life. But the dog is so funny. The dog loves Noah. It's mm-hmm. so cute. Yeah. At one point, I think it even escaped and got yeah. into his and house. And goes lay in his bed. He's like, uh, you want to come text or <laughs> you want to come get your dog? Yeah. But the guinea pigs are interesting because it's not just a little quirky thing. They become very important they later do, on. which I never expected never, that to become important. Ever. It's just, I love the way that these are tied yes, in. Yes, it's And very, he names them Bonnie cool. and Clyde, by Bonnie the way. Bonnie and Clyde. They're funny. So anyway, Noah finds the panties about a week later because <laughs> like all men, we don't put our laundry away. And he decides to keep them, which is a telling, mm-hmm. telling thing because he could easily have just gone put them in the laundry room, yep. just put them down, but he didn't. He yep. kept them. He not going to say a word, but he's going to keep them. They're mine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he does some dirty things with them later. Yeah, I know. Um, so Heather's it. dad arrives, which is terrible. And Ugh. it's his annual criticism session disguised as dinner because yeah. it doesn't really let's catch up and see how my child is doing. Yeah. And my ex-wife, let's just shit on them the whole exactly. time. Exactly. He's so horrible. Heather asked Noah to be there as a buffer. I really like that. And I really like that he's like, yeah, I'm going to support you. It's mm-hmm. that they're already working at, as this like couple, as yeah, this like dream team. That's what is so interesting. They are acting like a couple, but yeah. they're not mm-hmm. a couple. Yeah, you know? exactly. So the dad is against selling the house. He like points out all kinds of things like this isn't like top market price. And that realtor. Yeah, if you just, wait, you're going to get more money. Mm-hmm, the realtors just, of course, they're telling you to sell now. They want a quick buck and he wants to wait for a better market value. And he also says Heather, like whenever Heather's like, I got accepted to the University of Vermont. He's like, you're abandoning your mother by going to college, which is very rich because he's the what? one that abandoned his family. A douche he's bag. Terrible. Seriously, what a hypocrite. Terrible. And it also comes Ugh. out that he is entitled to half the selling price of the house due to yes. the divorce. And he plans to take it. Like, Alice, like, yeah, the my, mom, yeah, I need this is money. like, you told me you weren't going to take it. And he's like, well, things have changed. Yeah. My, my, my business my isn't doing well now. Yeah. So, yeah, I need that money now. Changed. So he's going to take the money that was meant for his daughter. own daughter to go to school. The one he abandoned. And let take care of her mother. Yeah. Without. Oh, li- I mean, I, I just can't even. Men like dad. this. I just. I my mind no very selfish (laughs) the antithesis of heather it's exactly oh my god she's amazing so noah does stand up for heather and like tells her dad about himself i do like that Mm -hmm. after heather had you know cried and went up to her room yeah and he later tells heather he's like i'll help you like i will pay for college and she's like i can't let you do that and he's like i have money and don't have to do anything with it i'm going to help you like Like, i've saved a lot of money you can pay me back later Mm -hmm. Um, so I'll this is you. going above and beyond for yeah, somebody. This that isn't he just, just a friend. Even like right. just a friend doesn't pay for your college, Mm-mm. y'all. No. Come on. <laughs> First of all, he's already half in love with her. Yeah, <laughs> already half in love with her. Mm-hmm. So another little sign is Noah buys a couch for the boathouse in uh, disguise. <laughs> a as, love seat, which he calls a small couch because yeah. he doesn't want to use the word love and seat yes. <laughs> together. <laughs> and his excuse is that it'll look good for potential buyers because right. it'll, it'll, you know, be like, oh, this is a place to sit since there's no place to sit really mm-hmm. besides the bed. Mm-hmm. And it, he's like at the selling point. But it's really because he kind of wants an excuse to invite Heather inside yes. the boathouse. Okay. So he gets back to the boathouse and he puts the couch in there. And I love the scene. He's feeding the guinea pigs with chopsticks 
of freshly chopped cucumber, <laughs> like hand feeding them pieces. And I'm just like, you are you're adorable. So cute. You beautiful man. It. I know. You beautiful man. You're you're super cute. Yeah, it's like when you see a big burly man with a puppy or a kitten. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. He just daddy Noah. So mm-hmm. not in a creepy way, just like yeah. caregiver way. Yeah. <laughs> caregiver way. <laughs> so alice mm. heather's mom asked noah to replace some windows one of them is heather's bedroom window and he accidentally mm-hmm. knocks over her journal we all know it's coming <laughs> he catches his name and reads a little scene that heather has written a fantasy about her like showering oh outside God. and him like coming up behind her yes. and he is interrupted by alice and he like has a raging boner at this point <laughs> and he so like funny. tries he like goes up to the window acts like he's opening and closing but like yeah i'll be down in the minute yeah he's like facing he's like please don't come in he's like i gotta get this boner down before i can go down he is very um, hot under the collar at this point so he's like funny. damn it heather yes <laughs> what the fuck like obviously she has not let this go uh-uh. not letting it go <laughs> so noah's feeling the sexual tension whenever he mm-hmm. invites heather to watch a movie now that he has a couch mm-hmm. which you know what if he really didn't if he really didn't deep down want something he would have never invited her right in after reading yeah that. he's making excuses for himself i think exactly this is definitely excuse point <laughs> we're one step toward the bed oh <laughs> Oh, yeah, So Noah plans Heather's 21st birthday, which she normally doesn't celebrate due to it also being the anniversary of her sister's death, right. which is a yeah. poor thing. She didn't get the help that she oh, needed. Yeah, I know. That's so he sad. gets her a poltergeist cake <laughs> because the background in Heather's name is that Heather's mom, Alice, really loved poltergeist. And mm-hmm. the the real name of the actress that plays in there is Heather. Heather. Right. And so he gets her a poltergeist cake. She's like, I want to keep it forever. And then they go to Tito's restaurant, which is her favorite restaurant. Mm-hmm. And he surprises her because her friends are there and also her mom. Her mom, yes. like, got and her out mom of the house. Her mom has not left the house, y'all, no. in ages. Like, this means right here i was like god damn it noah i'm like you're so in love with her and she's and heather's just like in tears it means the world to her because this her mother i don't want to say i mean depression by nature is Mm -hmm. a pretty selfish kind of disease right and so it just means so much because she never expects her mom to really be a part of her life in that way Mm -hmm. or like put her first in that way which Mm -hmm. obviously is the point of depression right you're not really thinking about other right. people you're just so this is just oh my god this is amazing so mm-hmm. um so there's more conversation like after they get back mm-hmm. and noah gifts her a hummel figurine which she used to collect and it's mm-hmm. the merry wanderer because it's like you're gonna go and yeah have and travel like, grow and, and adventures have fun. And, exactly and, mm-hmm. they also open up like noah talks about his ex-wife how he's there's lots of conversation throughout the novel about his ex-wife and what yes. kind of husband he was with his ex-wife. And he, he regrets that he was not a good exactly. husband. But they're still friends now mm-hmm. and they still keep in touch and she's even like pregnant right now and he's like yeah. really happy for her. That was actually one of the reasons why yeah. we kind of broke up because it really, I really wasn't feeling yeah, it, she was whatever. ready for a family, and mm-hmm. he just felt like his he was he was very neglectful. He would yeah. go on his shoots, he would travel. He was very and selfish. Just, he was. He, he was, was very selfish, her. and um, I don't know. I just think they weren't meant to be. They weren't. They weren't. <laughs> Sometimes you don't get it right the first time. Yeah. So Heather mentions that she got asked out on a date. She's trying to break up some tension. Yeah. But this, yeah, and he's like. Oh, really? He's like, <laughs> oh my God. So Noah's definitely feeling jealous. He even mm-hmm. says, he's like trying to sound positive, but then he thinks to himself, I wonder what shade of green I was turning because he's so freaking jealous. <laughs> so jealous. But then he's like, I have no right to say anything because right. I pushed her away so many times. And 
you know, I can't do anything about this, but I really don't like this. Mm -hmm. Like her moving on. What? Yeah. No, still crush on me. I just read your (laughs) fantasy journal. I can't like, no. Oh, poor Noah. Yeah. So that night, that's where she crashes on Mm -hmm. his bed. And this is where she just drank like margaritas for the first time. So you got to have a little nap. Oh, yeah. Big time. And um, so she, (laughs) this is where she talks in her sleep and is saying, fuck me, Noah. And then also the ass tickler scene. I want to tickle your ass, Noah. Which I have to say, (laughs) this is super, super funny. But I've I've only witnessed a couple of sleep talkers. But the majority of the time, they really say some nonsense. You know what I'm saying? It makes no sense. no, no yeah. complete sense. My daughter talks in her sleep sometimes and yeah. she it's just complete like what the hell? Yeah, it's like about? makes no sense at all. Yeah. But I mean she's damn girl, you're speaking complete sentences saying fuck me Noah, please. I'm like, damn. I know. <laughs> like, oh are God. you half awake? <laughs> okay, sidebar funny story about Noelle and her her re- sleep her talking. Sleep talking. She fell asleep in my bed one time. This was years ago and um I think Kevin was trying to get her like, Noelle, you got to go back to your bed or whatever. And she like lifted up. She goes, no, I'm reading. And she lifted up her palm and she was looking at her palms like, I'm reading. And like, she was angry and then went back to sleep. So still to this day are like, are you still reading your palm? Like, anyway. That's yeah. cute. I sleep like it. Sleep are hilarious. I like it. That's super funny. So, okay. So Heather gets an offer on the house and it's a really, really good one. Yeah. Okay. It's like, it's 5, like above. Over asking. Yes. Over asking. And they'll be moving out at the end of September. So now it's all real, you know? Mm-hmm. And she's feeling overwhelmed. She's like, oh my God, we've got to get rid of this house. She's thinking of all, I mean, think of all the junk you've got in closets yeah. in your house, y'all. And her mom's been collecting for years. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, and also and, kind of the nostalgia of growing up there and now yeah, you have to and now you're leaving this, too much this home. You know? Yeah, I know. So I, it's it's all overwhelming. But Noah reassures her and says that he's going to start help her looking for houses to move into for her and Alice. And Alice's sister, Katie, has agreed, who's an artist, like a single mm-hmm. woman artist, has agreed to come and move from Boston to live with Alice and, and be with her. Yeah, you know? to let Heather go finally. So Heather can go own. and live her life, which I thought was I'd love that. Yeah. You know, it's like, okay, Heather isn't totally alone. Yeah. Because it's like, how do you fix, how do you fix, um, the problem that her mom can't I be know. alone? Yeah. We and so Aunt Katie's have- coming. Thank goodness. And the good thing too is that, um, I mean, you know, Katie isn't going to have to pay for any of the house. So this right. does help her out financially as well. Yeah. So it feels, you know, like a good situation. So she's, uh, Heather's date night is here and she dresses beautifully oh yeah beautifully. and she plumps up her boobs i mean she why pumps, not like oh, yeah. make sure that cleavage is out there girl, girl. she's got a, a killer bod mm-hmm. she's showing it off she's got her hair all pretty and glossy so and- i definitely think because she had said that she was she told Noah beforehand that oh well i'll come i'll come chat with you before i leave before mm-hmm. so She's getting on primped for this guy date, but for me, it's not. For me, it's like she definitely she's, knows oh, she's yeah. going to go see Noah before, and it's kind of she's like... She's primping for him. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, and she just... Mm, she just wants to show you, mm. look. <laughs> look, I clean up what nicely. <laughs> right. She's normally a no-must-no-fuss girl. They're like right. literally repairing the house like all day, yeah. every day. And so she's, she's still not, beautiful, and mm-hmm. he, he's attracted to her, but now she looks like a young woman, you know. Now she looks the like town. a fucking sex siren right I now. <laughs> I mean, like, he's like, what the <laughs> And all he can do is look at those lips and think about those lips, you and know. And, like, normally, kind of, like, I'd be like, what the fuck? Who are you to tell me what I can or cannot wear? But I know. at this moment, I was like, yeah. He's like, not to the lipstick, because he kind of, doesn't he, like, wipe um 
does he wipe it with his finger or he uses like a rag? I think and he kind gets of like, a rag, but he then gets a rag and wets it and slowly. Her, I think, which is like, important. He said, this isn't you. Like you never wear this. And mm-hmm. she does say this was my friend's lipstick. So it's not her, but yeah. he's, he's upset that she's going on a date, but he also is like, he's he finding be an excuse to touch her not too. To. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Touch so yeah. So that's the whole incident. And then after that, that's when he says, let me go take pictures of you, mm-hmm. you know, and he gets out his, his camera. And I love this scene where he's just like looking through the lens at her and thinking just like so natural, so beautiful. God, she's so beautiful like he's seriously (laughs) falling in love with her um before she walks away (laughs) uh the devil in noah's shoulder makes him bring up the panties that she left in his laundry Mm -hmm. which i love me too i was like fuck yes we're gonna bring it up yes we're gonna bring it up let's talk about the black lace panties so yeah he was like why'd you do that i know and she's like because i wanted to tease you i'm sorry and like and he was like he, he told her what he did with those panties. It's pretty yeah. hot. It's yeah, pretty he gets kind of angry because he's trying to do the right thing, but at mm-hmm. the same time, he's just like, let me tell you what I did with those panties. Yeah. Oh, man, hot. So this is also when she asked to taste the scotch on his tongue. and that they Yeah, have their, because he says, is, he's like, I, I am attracted to you. Yes. But I don't want to be. Yes. So like, then he admits it, and that's when she pushes it even further. Mm-hmm. And they have a super hot and heavy kiss. The interesting thing here is that um, this is right before she goes on the date and she wants him to tell her, tell me not to go, you know, and I won't go. And he doesn't. No, you know? he's like, you, you go. go, you know, damn it. And Noah. I just thought that was so Break interesting. Her heart. Yes. But he heart. is in agony the entire night. So later. He deserves it though. I know he does deserve it. And later he finally texts her saying, I made a mistake. I shouldn't have let you go, which has a good But effect. I do like how he does call his dad first for advice because he's like, yes. tell me, talk me out of it. And I like how his dad talks him into it. Yeah, his dad is like, you do know your mother. And, uh, my, your mother was 23 and I was like mid-30s when yeah, we Yeah, exactly. They had an age gap. Yeah, they had and an age gap too. And I guess no one ever even thought about it or no, something. of course, because you don't think because it's like, oh, your parents. parents. <laughs> but Noah does tell his dad that he can't start anything with her unless she knows the, the truth. truth. And the dad knows the truth. Yeah, does know the truth. Yes. So whenever he texts her saying, I made a mistake, I shouldn't have let you go. So she does not text back until she is standing on his doorstep. (laughs) Oh my God, I just love it. I'm like, she came. So Noah reveals what prompted him to rent her the boathouse. He's like, Mm -hmm. we need to talk about this because they do have like this hot and heavy kiss again. And he's just like, I got to tell you something first. So the revelation. He's like, I knew your sister. And I was just like, what? Oh, my gosh. I was floored. I was not expecting it. I was like, holy fuck. And my immediate response, which was also her immediate response was, were you and Uncle together? together? Like, I was like, no, please don't tell me you were with her sister. And he was like, no, not at all. Yeah. (sighs) He was like, I was married. I was still married to Olivia whenever I met opal yeah he tells her the story about how opal came in for some headshots because she wanted to get into modeling mm-hmm. and so he took her pictures everything was super professional and nothing was amiss he even says like it was completely normal mm-hmm. he never got a weird vibe from opal but all of a sudden he starts getting inappropriate texts and email from opal like saying we should meet up yes, like and like constant right and like olivia knew what was going on mm-hmm. because of course he was sharing it with her but also it kind of put a strain on 
their marriage. Their marriage because, I mean, if someone's like constantly bombarding your husband Sh- saying, with I like, I want you, I mm-hmm, want you. Let's meet up. Yeah. But he does say they were already on the rocks before it. It just wasn't working out anyway, but it was kind of like the tipping point where it was like, done. yeah, but that's then, hard to hear that your sister was a stalker yeah, of him. Yes. You know, this guy you've fallen for, but he's very adamant and told her that, you know, nothing was going on. Right. And he says, all of a sudden it stopped. And then a couple months later, he gets a call from a police department out of state saying mm-hmm. that Opal was, died, committed suicide, and there was a letter addressed to him, which he was like, holy shit, oh why God. me? I know. Why me? I you know, know, I was just a blip on her radar throughout her whole life. Mm-hmm. I really didn't mean anything to her. We never had any profound conversations. Why me? Why address it to me? Mm-hmm. And so her letter was saying that she wanted Noah to um, look out for her little sister, Heather. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and... For years, he kind of dismissed it like, oh, I can't go down there. But the thing was, and this was right before he took like the Cuba trip. And this is why it was so profound whenever he was in Cuba and he met the little boy. Right. Um, because he was feeling so much guilt because he thought that there was something he could have done. Maybe yeah, to help her. To help Opal mm-hmm. to get her help. Yeah, and he was like, help. I should have done something. Mm-hmm. But Heather, I think, is important. She actually kind of absolves no And he was like, she was like, no, you yeah. couldn't have done anything. Yeah, she was Like, sick. I was her family. And, she, and we couldn't We, we couldn't anything. help her. We tried. You right. Know? And so this was, the guilt was eating at Noah way too much. And this is why he eventually, years later, because she, Heather does ask, well, why now? It's been five years since her death. And he was like, I really couldn't move on with my life. I couldn't. Mm-hmm. I felt like there was something I needed to do something. And this was like it. Like I felt like I needed to like fulfill her wish. Mm-hmm. And so that's why he finally went down there. His ex-wife knows. His dad knows. They all know. Yeah. And so it's finally out there. And I really do like how Heather took it well because she could have gone she off the walls. She could have gone ape shit. She could have. Yes. But she does, you know, she does talk she handles to Noah very about maturely. it. She does. <laughs> and then she says she needs time to process yeah. it. She's like, I'm going to leave. I, 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 I loved that. it. I loved it. It's perfect. <laughs> Handed it like a real mature adult. So after a few days of silence, Noah feels like it's a good time to cut ties and head home early, kind of yeah. rip off the Band-Aid. He was like, obviously, obviously she's kind of done not, with me. And mm-hmm. yeah, it was too much. And I'm just going to leave now. I know I have three weeks left. Right. Well, Heather comes later on that day after he started packing some boxes and sees the boxes oh, and flips she brings out that cherry gets, pie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she, yeah, she does. <laughs> and gets angry saying that he's going to deprive them of the last three weeks that they have together saying, and he's like, if I stay here, then it's just going to be that much harder. And she's well, like, that's exactly why I want you to stay. Cause I know that we're about to start something. And I think it's worth it. Even right. though it's going to hurt in the end. I want the three weeks with you, like right. to actually be with you. Right. So, they have sex throughout the entire nice. night. And it's very hot. He's very, just like beautiful. Mm-hmm. And Noah just like, it breaks my heart though too, because it's like a happy moment, but it's also kind of sad because he says, I was living the moment I'd always feared, knowing what it was like to have her and still feeling as though I needed to let her go. And mm-hmm. I was just like, oh, Noah, <laughs> so, so sacrificial. So Noah tells Heather that this doesn't change their plans and that she still needs to go to college, that he does not want to tie her down and that her feelings might change. She's like, you're young. You haven't really mm-hmm. experienced the world. What if you go to college and your feelings change? Like, I'm not going right. to, I don't want to meet somebody you. else. You may decide, mm-hmm. you know, this was just, yeah. you know, convenient And this upsets Heather. She's like, you don't think I know my own mind. Yeah. Like, I know what I want. Yeah. And 
it's just there's no way he can convince her and she right. later decide that though so heather's mom has actually warmed towards noah and mm-hmm. has accepted that heather can make decisions for herself because heather had come home kind of told her mom what was going on just like maybe this was a mistake like you know sleeping with him and later heather does make the decision that he is right about her going to college but mostly because if she doesn't have time away from Noah, he'll never believe that her feelings will last. That's so Which is good. true. Yeah. It's yeah. true. He would never believe. The only way she can prove that her feelings are true is to go out in the world, experience it, do her damn, be I like, agree. I still am in love with you. Right. See, I feel, and I feel that's exactly true. Like, he would always be thinking, well, what if you'd gone off to college and changed your mm-hmm. mind? You Met know? somebody like, else, yeah. younger, more your age, and <laughs> right. whatever. So, anyway... Then she drops a bomb and she says she doesn't think they should have sex anymore <laughs> what? because it will make it that much harder when they have to go their separate ways. Oh my God. And he's a little bit shocked, but he's, he's like, like, okay. He's like, damn it. Fuck. Okay. You dug your own grave, Noah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, Noah helps with the yard sale and the house hunting. It's like, you know, getting down to the wire. Summer is right, winding down. Right. We're getting closer and closer mm-hmm. to August. So they move Alice and Katie into the new house. And Noah and Heather have one last day together. This is where they have, yeah. like, the fun uh, we talked about earlier where they go to the amusement park and they see the fortune teller and the fortune teller asks who's the ass tickler. That's perfect. And this one is like, and oh, my Heather's God. Heather's so embarrassed. She's like, why did she never tell me? And he's yeah. like, ah. And he's like, and he's like why would I tell you that you said that to me before? And, we yeah. They, she even says, whoever's your roommate, you're going to have to tell them that what you say, you don't mean what you say because you say some really embarrassing yeah. things. Oh, the fortune teller also says, is everything okay with your head? I love that. But this is the thing. Whenever she says that, she does tell Noah that. She's like, is everything okay? with your head and he's like well yeah it's fine yeah and um she's like well it could be physical or it could be just a lot weighing on your mind which is also true because there is something weighing on weighing on his mind Mm -hmm. he's about to leave heather he doesn't know what's happened so it's kind of like i dismissed it i dismissed it but it's i totally totally dismissed it y'all this is total foreshadowing and we should we should have held on to that because she was right about the astral thing she was right that he was in love with her and then she asked that question and so we should have known y'all yeah oh my gosh. it comes into play later i was like oh, <gasps> what the fuck? so noah writes her a letter by the way they do have sex one more time they or a couple do, of times in his yeah, uh truck w- one more night <laughs> one more night together <laughs> hot sex in the truck and so he writes a letter while she's sleeping and tells her to wait to open it when she's feeling sad and lonely i love that yes it's so cute and they have such an emotional goodbye it was such so an sad. emotional like i mean she's standing there and he sees her crying he stops the truck and runs back. Runs back. Yeah, it was like, very, oh, very much. They both were. They, they were knew both it was hurting. the right step, but it still was very it hard still to do. hurt. Mm-hmm. It still like it still felt wrong yeah. at the same time. Mm-hmm. Right. So we jump seven months later. Which Heather, like, it's a good amount of time. To I jump. agree. I agree. So she is um, doing well in school. She's living with her roommate Ming, who is so. Cute. I loved Ming. She was only in the novel for like you know, a fraction of the time. And I love her. She's so she weird. She also has, y'all, have y'all heard of those strange addictions people have? There are, it's actually a show on yeah, like, I can't I watch know, it because it's so weird. It's but anyway. so bizarre. But hers is eating uh, and smelling and eating baby powder. <laughs> I can't. 
<laughs> like, oh, Ming. Oh, Ming. Ming is a strange little bird, but I she's love a her. sweetheart. She is amazing. I know. She's totally sweet. So she, um, Heather reads the letter that Noah gave her, which asking her to give it a year. And if she still feels the same way about him, that they will make their real relationship work. Yeah, after like, a year. we'll make it work. If it's long yes. distance, we'll make it work. Or if you want to move, move here, we'll if do that. I want to move to Vermont, to, we'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. But let's just wait a year and to see if that's really what you want. You know, because he knows what he wants. You know, yeah. and so does she, by the way. But I think that this but, is very much important because he's actually giving her hope that I'm giving you, like, this is like a definite timeline to right. where... We're not just going to languish in we're this not just separation gonna be in limbo. forever. Exactly. Right. Being right. like, are we ever going to do anything exactly. about it? And he's like, no, here's a time yeah. limit. Right. So, so she's read this note a lot. And it's, she all, she says, it's like, you know, wrinkled and stuff from opening right. and closing it so much. <laughs> I know. Because so. she reads it whenever she's feeling lonely. A lot. So um, she and Noah talk every night at the same time. And Heather admits that she sometimes downplays how well she is doing and happy she is um that she feels lonely because she doesn't want him to be upset mm-hmm. i know? like ming does encourage her to like tell noah like what's really going how on how you really feel and then noah says he downplays how much he misses her because mm-hmm. <gasps> he wants her to have that college experience and not worry about him oh man yeah. so they're they're just two peas in a pod it's like we're the perfect pair aren't we <laughs> <laughs> um, so and so Noah uh, Noah talk, tells him about the guinea pigs and finds out the guinea pigs are pregnant. Uh, Cl- Bonnie, Bonnie is Bonnie pregnant. Is gonna have a baby. Yes. <laughs> so we think that's funny. That is. He's like, I'm gonna funny. be a grandfather. She's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, Bonnie's Bonnie's having a baby. And she babies. and he even she's like, well, you want to keep the babies, don't you? And he's like, I can't separate them from their mom and dad. I, I know. I can't. I can't have the guilty conscience on me. So like, cute. It was adorable. I love Noah. So Noah goes to the grocery store for Bonnie and Clyde's veggies. Because they're um, like gourmet eating guinea pigs. Yes, they're like gourmet. Like he's going to get the special kale or yeah, something like, for Bonnie. Yeah. You the know, close, the grocery store closest to him does not have the, the good produce fresh produce that are that like up to par organic, for his guinea pigs. Yes. He's got to go get the perfect organic produce <laughs> for the guinea pigs. super cute. I know. He's too and much. super y'all. important. And it is very important because he's having a huge migraine. He feels like this headache coming on. And as he's talking to the grocer and then he just blacks out. Yeah. Suddenly blacks out. What? I was like, oh my God. I know. Like, and I knew what it was immediately too. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. So, um, Noah's dad calls Heather on his phone and come to find out he's had an aneurysm and he is in surgery right now. Oh, they're Mm -hmm. trying to treat the aneurysm. So scary. I know. Super scary. And so, um, she flies, Ming flies with her, which I think is so awesome. Yeah, Ming she's sort like, of I'm coming care with you. I'm coming with you. We're, don't worry about it. So they um, fly to Philadelphia to wait and see. How, and they get there before the surgery is even over. Mm-hmm. It's like. They don't know what the outcome is going to be because it's mm-hmm. very touch and go. It's like. She, it's like a five hour up, surgery. They don't know if he'll she have brain read up damage on, on yeah. statistics, which is always a terrible thing to do whenever yes. you're waiting for something like that. And yes. just saying the odds just don't look good in his favor that he's going to yeah. come out with it without any brain damage. That even if he survives, right. Mm-hmm. The brain, the chances of brain damage are very high. Yeah. You know? So, um, then we have an interesting <laughs> interlude between Heather and Olivia, mm-hmm. Noah's ex wife yeah. in the waiting room. Um, and she finds out cause see earlier on that day, she, Noah had called her and left a message saying, I need to talk to you. Mm-hmm. And then she didn't hear from him again. We've come to find out, which we all, when you read it, you see that Heather tells, um, I mean, Olivia tells Heather that the last thing he told me was that he's love, he's in love with you. And this, this is, is how news she to Heather. Out. This is this news is, to yes, Heather. Which I thought was so interesting that she finds out 
he's in love with her from her his ex. But I know? also feel like this is like she needs that mm-hmm. in that moment too because she does. I mean she's never gotten that from Noah, and then this is so much uncertainty. But it's almost like here is the light at the end of the tunnel, right? You know, I know we can be something after this, like for sure. Like I'm mm-hmm. in love with him; he is in love with me. I'm gonna do everything in my power, like. To right. make sure he's okay. You know, I'm never going to leave his side. And I just think that it's like motivation. Yeah, definitely. And it's, it's, that, it's that hope she definitely needs to carry her. Because mm-hmm. she has no idea what Noah's going to be like when no. he comes out. I mean, he could be vegetable <sighs> So Noah makes it through the surgery. They go to the back. And they're constantly talking to him. He His eyes open, but he's not speaking. Mm-hmm. You know, and finally he does um, say Heather's name. That's the first thing yeah, he says. Which is a good sign. Yes. And um he even he starts to say other things where he he's like, Why are you here? And so they know his cognition. He's like, he doesn't understand why she's there. Mm-hmm. Um he doesn't remember, obviously, having yeah, he's like, where, Why am I in the hospital? Where am I? What is mm-hmm. going on? You know? Um, so it's all good signs that yes. he did not have brain damage. And that he remembers that he loves her. Yes, it's so sweet. Sweet, sweet. That's sweet. adorable. So Heather stays with Noah in Philly during his three week hospital stay. She does have permission from her professors to like finish get credit for her coursework, which I think is important. Like we're not just like completely dropping that storyline that, you know, she's still in college. Mm-hmm. And so Noah has a revelation and decides that he doesn't want to waste any more time with Heather, being like, Look, I pushed you away and it's all bullshit because i love you and Mm -hmm. (laughs) i would have wasted all that time pushing you away for some bullshit excuse and i'm not doing that anymore and i really like that it's like okay come to jesus noah yes let's let's give it the program (laughs) that was our wake up moment Mm -hmm, exactly (laughs) so um this is kind of like serendipitous because he's very lucky that he ended up with the guinea pigs at all um and then since he likes to feed them the specific vegetables, it led him to the grocery store, not close to his house, but all the, the way across to the town. And it's right near the hospital yes. because time is of the essence with Absolutely. aneurysms. You have to get to the hospital Absolutely. as soon as possible, emergency surgery. And if he would have been at the other grocery store, he might, he might have died. Yes. And I mean, like he just like, it's a sign. It's a wake up yes. call. So he wants Heather to travel the world with him using his savings. And Noah takes pictures and Heather writes about their travels mm-hmm. and they title it Heather and Noah do the world. I really like that. It's just like they're experiencing, experiencing like, this is how you can experience. Yes. Yes. This is how you can experience life with me. Right. I loved it. <laughs> so they travel for five months to the Grand Canyon, the West Coast, Australia, oh. France, and they end up in Cuba. It comes yes. full circle. I really love it. It's beautiful. Noah gets to reunite with the orphan mm-hmm. who he never knew what happened to and he had a connection with and he's like, I, it's a sign. And yeah. he proposes to Heather. He's yes. like, I've been carrying this since France and this is just, <laughs> I feel like this is a sign. Awesome. So, of course, she says yes. And so we skip three years later. They're still engaged mm-hmm. and they're living in Philly and Alice, Heather's mom, actually moved in with them too because Katie was like done with the whole situation. <laughs> She's like, I want to go back to Boston. Yeah. So, um, so, and Noah just takes it all in stride. He's like, I yeah. always knew, always yeah. knew that we, you that know, was going to be, would probably Eventually, mm-hmm. we would have to still be with Alice. Yeah. And so he's like, so we have a full house. We have, you know, four guinea pigs because sadly Bonnie died <laughs> Bonnie giving died birth to her. Yeah, so sad. Aww. So they have that. They have Fathead, aka Teddy. <laughs> Fathead. <laughs> Alice, they're all living together. They're super mm-hmm. cute. So Noah surprises Heather with a gift for her 25th birthday. 
the boathouse property. He I'm buys it off of the new owners because they really don't want to take care of the boathouse and mm-hmm. deal with the rentals. And so he's like, perfect, we want it. So and it's very cute because it's nostalgic. He's like, yes, this is where we fell in love. So we fell in love. It's and part of her childhood. Mm-hmm. It's he's part like, of her life. I'd want to get married next summer over here. And she mm-hmm. was like, well, maybe not next summer because I'm pregnant. <laughs> Which is also another kind of full circle yeah. thing because he's like, he's like, I'm super excited. He's like, I really never wanted to be a father whenever mm-hmm. I was with Olivia, but right. meeting the right person really does kind of change perspective for, cause he was just kind of like meh about the whole idea. Yeah. But meeting whenever, Heather, he wants that full life with mm-hmm. her. Yes, you know? exactly. So very telling. And I just it's love beautiful. how it ends. It's just it beautiful. Was. It's perfectly H E perfect H E A. Perfect. Y'all. Perfect. Perfect. I and love so that they get the like not back. too angsty deals with a lot of very serious things, it does, but, but it does it not does feel it, yeah, heavy it does, or weighed exactly. down. Mm-hmm. And I didn't like, ball cry and like want to no. like throw the kindle i felt good i did this. too yeah i mean even I like, like i said me feel good. yeah <laughs> even though it had some heavier issues they did not feel like you said they didn't feel heavy so we just had that beautiful romantic that little ocean wave read that mm-hmm. we like yeah <laughs> I, I like my imagery also because Our it's summer and read. i can't yeah. we need to like start we need to start like labeling obviously, we want vacation <laughs> <laughs> yeah obviously <laughs> so anyway shouts to penelope ward for being such an amazing author mm-hmm. go check out her stepbrother dearest also neighbor dearest which is kind of like a sequel to stepbrother dearest um mm-hmm. love online if you want to do an unconventional read i liked it some people were kind of not super on board with it but i really liked it <laughs> i'm gonna fill Juliet in on what's going on with that one later <laughs> whenever we sign off and also the dual authored books that she does with by by keelan my oh. favorite one is stuck up suit so good i so, need to read so that one good. i love by keelan too yeah so yep definitely. she's also future podcast list yep, yep definitely so Ooh, what are we doing egomaniac yes yep. coming around the corner too fun fun i'm excited All right, guys, so we hope that you enjoyed today's episode, and we look forward to the next one where we'll be discussing The Deal by L. Kennedy. Yes. (laughs) Juliet's really excited about that one. She did introduce this novel to me. (laughs) Thanks so much for listening. This goes out to all the fangirls. Life's better with a little H-E-A. 